and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Yeah, right. Okay, everybody, welcome once again to The Science Patrol. I did just forget the name of the podcast. You did, yes, really? I did. I was going to call it Ultraman G, and I'm like, that's not it at all. No, but it's The Science Patrol. It's your Ultraman podcast. Um, I'm your forgetful host, Rich Conroy, and with me, as always, is Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Oh, we just watched episode 10, uh, no, 11 of uh, Ultraman G, uh, which was called... Uh, the Jeed Identity, and yes. holy sweet, my God, this is why the past few weeks they've really not done a whole heck yeah, of Yeah, they've been like, look, we're just going to add a whole bunch of uh, fluff fluff, and, and, backstory. and backstory so that when when they drop this load on us, holy oh my God. moly, they dropped the hammer. Yeah, guys, they the hammer has been dropped. dropped. I cannot see... Um, Ah, we'll get to it. <laughs> and we also have to warn you, this is a two-parter. Yeah, this is the first part of a two-parter, which is... We're both sitting there going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh, and we knew it was a two-parter. Yeah. And it still came up on us. Yeah, because <laughs> because of where it ends, it is absolutely like... It's gobsmacking. You, yes. If, you, if yes, your yes, face yes. is not... If you are not scraping your jaw off the floor by the end of this... <laughs> Something's holy, wrong. <laughs> holy moly. Um, oh my gosh. So um, let me see if we can we can figure out how this starts out. Um, uh, the uh, our evil author is talking to well, his like book agent. Pitch. Oh, is that who said? Yeah, it's from his literary agent. Oh, okay, that makes and a is lot explaining, more sense. Okay. Um, the next book. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Kei Fukuda, uh, Fukuda is explaining his next book where a certain someone, uh, the, the king of vague this guy is. Well, I mean, he doesn't want to say that... <coughs> Me, I'm going to be doing this yeah. and killing everyone. Well, he doesn't um, want to say that it's... That he is an Ultraman, that he's evil and all that kind well, of stuff. Well, he's another alien. He's actually not an Ultraman. He's, um, they tell, that he says, uh, Ultraman Belial even says to him that you're an Ultraman, you're a alien. Oh, that's right. That's Damn it, I can't remember his name. Weird Ultraman. Yeah, weird he's another alien. alien. And you're sitting there going, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, he's, uh, he's sitting there discussing... Uh, what his next book going to be, and uh, the guy gets a phone call, and he's like, "Excuse me, man." He's like, "Of course." So he starts psychically communicating with uh, Ultraman Belial, right? And um, holy moly, uh, it turns out that it's a sting operation, and Everybody the AIB is is in the um, right. Is Every in per- a van person around is yeah. actually an alien, except for the uh, literary. Yeah, and you're sitting there going. Oh, okay. So they're like, all right, he's psychically communicating. We can trace it, which I thought was pretty cool. Right. They had all the everybody, everybody in suits and alien masks, <laughs> except for Mo. Mo appears to be the only human, right, on right. Uh, the whole the whole ball of wax. Great. Yeah. And uh, so the uh, the the uh, glitter agent comes back, and because uh, the. Belial says to uh, Kay, he's like, uh, oh, you're, you're being, being traced. Yeah, I'm being traced. I can't do this. You yeah. have to stop now. Yeah, so 
Uh, and this is where we find out that uh, Belial's like, oh, the boy's doing a good job getting the Ultra Capsules together. Yeah, and the, our evil author is starting to realize, oh, wait a minute, even though we've been fighting Ultraman Jeed, Belial still likes him better because he thinks he's a better Ultra, I guess? Well, he's, he's doing the mission that he's supposed to be doing. He's, supposed he's, to be, he's yeah, gathering what, what he capsules was, he's supposed to gather. Right. And that's what I wanted him to do in the first place. Right, he's doing a great job, and so there's a little bit of jealousy coming up now. And he's sitting there going, wait a minute. Seems to us, and maybe it's just us, that at this point, Gene is fighting for the good side. Yes. But Ultraman Belial still likes him better because he's just doing what he wanted him to do, even though he's fighting for the good side. Right. So he's accumulating all these capsules from... Little stars, okay, uh, okay. and okay. but the little stars are only able to go to an ultra, right? No, that they so right. That. So he's like as a pawn, he's letting G letting get all these I got it. I extra got it. powers and whatnot, okay. only to have Fukude, Fukuhide rather, um, t- like gear up to take them from. I gotcha. Okay. Okay. All so right. we uh, we cut down to the Nebula House where um, Leia's um, getting a whole batch of tomatoes because they, they have a hydroponic garden now. Yeah, amazingly. And, that, and then you start to think, wait a minute. Is this place the same thing as the TARDIS where there's just rooms that you don't see all over the place? Sure. Hydroponic garden would be huge. Sure. No, you can do hydroponic small. You can do it small, but... All we've seen so far is the one is room. One room. There's only so much budget. <laughs> you don't have to show that. Uh, granted, they could have just shot it somewhere, right? Where there was a hydroponic garden, and said, "Okay, it's you know, a, yeah, the sunlight second, is simulated and right. blah blah blah." Yeah, that's fine. Five um, seconds shot, and you would have said, "Okay." Now there's a different room that we've never seen. But maybe they couldn't have blown up one more building, Pat. And that's very important in this that episode. Is important. <laughs> you know I have to give that one to you. So, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So uh, she's like, where's, um, uh, you know, where's our guy? And uh, she's like, where's Riku? And um, uh, Rem's like, oh, um, or no, she said, uh, I sent him to go get a vacuum cleaner. Yes. And he goes, don't you think you should have gone with him? And she's like, why? He goes... Well, you sent him to buy a bike, and he came back with one without a basket. And that was the whole point of the thing, yeah. to pick up groceries. Yeah. There's a good shot he's going to come back with a game console. And she's like, ugh. And then cut. So, yeah, smash cut to him with ju- PS- jauntily walking down the street <laughs> with a PS4. Right. And product placement, it is a yeah. PS4. Happiest look on his face. Like, <laughs> like here's the thing. just shows up. Puts a sword to his throat and says, "Take it back, take it back," <laughs> and you can just see the down going, yeah. like the downtrodden look. Oh, as married men, now we 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 understand that sentiment. Oh God, yes. And the number of times I've had a sword pulled on me is probably less than him, but you know, <laughs> not negative. But uh, <laughs> if she had a sword, she would pull it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not. I wasn't allowed to buy a sword. I wanted to get one after we saw Kill Bill in the theater. Oh. So we got out of Kill Bill. She's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, I'm going to buy a samurai sword. And she's like, no, you're not. So you're going to hurt yourself. I'm like, no. Yeah, she's right there. I'm like, it's going to be great. She's like, no, it's not going to be great. It's, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to actually hurt yourself. Okay. You'll try shaving with it and cut your head off. <laughs> I'm fine, fine. So they're walking back from the, from the I don't know, the Japanese Target or whatever. Right. And, um. 
And this time he's got the smallest vacuum cleaner box. Yeah, it's like you a could it's thin. Have. It's like a it looks almost like a weed whacker. Yeah, vacuum I mean, cleaner. It's, it's one of those Dyson stick vacuum it's a Dyson kind of stick things. Vacuum. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, it really is the smallest box you could possibly have to have a vacuum cleaner in. Yeah, but we gotta let him go with it. All right, yeah, he's got his thing. So, um, and then Pega appears out of the ground and talks to them a little bit. And uh, then the, he sees something weird on Leia's head, right? Like a uh, like a, a little, little triangle. And sure enough, it is a sniper uh, laser Target. sight. Yeah. Yes. And uh, they uh, they see um, Kay Fukuyde sitting on a park bench, and he's like, "Yeah, um, she's she's I got a sniper trained on her, and uh, if you don't listen to me, and she escapes, I'm going to start to having him everybody. killing innocent right. people left and right." So that's when we discover. Much to our chagrin, dun dun dun, dun dun dun, that Kei Fukuhide is the person who left Riku at the uh, observatory. Yes, yes. Like that was bombshell number one. That was huge. Yeah, because now you got to wonder. Now he know we didn't exactly know how he knew that Riku was Ultraman. Right. Now we know. Yeah. I left him there. I knew he was an Ultra. Yeah, so how do you know he's an Ultra? Well, it turns out he grew him in a lab. Exactly. He had a bit of Ultraman Belial DNA. And, and just grew Literally grew him in a lab. And you're sitting there going, all right, I guess. Yeah, it's like, holy mackerel, that's, that's, that's just buck nuts. Yes. It's crazy. Yes, absolutely out of insane left field. Yeah, absolutely. So, um... Pega appears out of the ground, um, and Leia's like, hey, could you do something about the sniper? And he's like, yeah, right on it. Yeah. So, oh, he had originally appeared to take the vacuum cleaner box. Right, right, So they didn't have to carry it. And you're sitting there going, why well, in nice. the world would you ever carry anything if you got this guy that can just, just appear? bring it back to the house. Right yeah. back to the house. I wouldn't be carrying anything ever. This puts a, this puts a very weird... Like, he didn't have to go get a basket with a bike on it. Or maybe they didn't even realize that at the time. They didn't like, realize that yeah. at the time. That's where I had to go. Yeah. They didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, like, hey, why can't they do that? That'd be smart. Mm -hmm. So, um, they, uh, he goes up onto the roof, sneaks up behind the guy, and just pelts him in the head with the vacuum with cleaner box. With the vacuum cleaner box. And they start fighting. Um, no, no, no. He just hits him twice and then runs away. Mm -mm. They start, they're rolling around on the ground and whatnot, and then Leia comes up in back of them. Oh, okay. Because okay. at this point, uh, Fukuhide uses his her his uh, riser to uh, transform into a combination of Zeton and King Joe, right. which is called uh, Padanium Zeton. And right, and I saw that. Sweet mercy, world. what a huge monster it's that is. Enormous. I'm hoping it gives a monster minute on that monster. Yeah. This thing was well, yeah. huge. Yeah, it's a combo. Um, it is something else, I'll tell you what. And uh, it's 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 got the um, what's funny is they're both very similar monsters in the sense of that they are they are um, both super powerful. Right. Um, right. And you said that we had They seen both have the light up chesty stuff. Well, I. Because you've never seen King Joe before. I have not. I King Joe is from uh, original I don't appearance. I the other one either. So Zeton is the one that the appears at the end of. The original Ultra. He's the one who keeps going to sit. Yeah, and I don't remember. That's because okay. Because I just have the memory capacity of a flake. And I think we saw him in Ultraman X, too, if I'm not mistaken. 
Again. I could be wrong about the that. The fleet capacity. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a while since we've been watching Ultraman X, so that's kind of bad. Um, the dog really wants to go out. Well, he's going to wait a minute. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, you, you want to pause and do that? Mommy's going to come home. Oh, okay. All right. You know what? In this face. We're going to pause. We'll be right back after uh, after oh, this. Okay. How do I pause this? I don't know. Record? All right, so we're back. Um, sorry for that little pause, but uh, the being with the pause had to go out for a little pause. So yes, yes. It was absolutely essential. So, anyhow. And it was a quick one. Too. Yeah, it was not bad. Um, anyhow, so uh, Fukuhide transforms into uh, Pedanium Zeton. Right, which is a ridiculous name, yeah. I admit. And uh, <coughs> starts wreaking all sorts of havoc. And um, we, of course, of course, um, Riku becomes Jeed. Jeed Primitive. Right? And you got to start off with Jeed Primitive. Yeah, he takes the full toy porn version of I go, you go, here we go. It was also, it was quicker, though. It was quicker. Oh, it wasn't quite. In, no, they sped it up a little bit because, okay, you know, but okay. they, it was, you got to have that, like, um, that that dramatic build up, that dramatic tension, like yeah, we watched Fukuhide become the monster. Now we have to watch Riku become Ultraman Jeed. And, See, somehow and start. with Fuku becoming the monster, I didn't quite have as much a problem with it as I did with the toy porn becoming, you know, uh, Ultraman. But being what it just, is, yeah, just me. I get it. But anyway, so um, he uh, he's got. They, they start going at it. Then we switch to the rooftop where um, Aleja is, uh, is fighting the sniper. Fighting the sniper guy. And then we get to the best shot of the entire ever series. Seen yes, so far. Go ahead, describe it. This they had Leha and the and the sniper fighting back and forth. And then now they're on a rooftop. On obviously. a rooftop. Yeah. Sorry, yes. And then in the background, and you know it's a double screen, but it's just done so well. They have. Ultraman, Jeed, and our monster fighting at the same time in almost the same move. Yeah. Mirroring each other. Yeah. It's and seamless. It's seamless. Fantastic. Yeah. It's absolutely 100% seamless. It looks as real as it can possibly look. Right. Right. I mean, you know it's not real. Yeah. You get that. Wait, what? <laughs> no, there are real giant men. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> And it was, I mean, every other time we've seen this kind of thing, you can always see where the line is. Yeah. This time they put the line just underneath the building and then superimpose the building on yeah. top of it. It's, it's so you can't such a perfect really composition. See it. it is. And it is gorgeous. Yeah. I have. We to. get two shots of it and it's just, just stunning both Beautiful, times. beautiful, beautiful. Because they go from the roof fight to the monster fight. Back yeah, to they the zoom fight. in like past the roof fight, and then yeah. you're like, "Oh, monsters!" and and it's just like so well done. It is ridiculously well, and I really do give them this one. Yeah, kudos to the special yeah. effects team on this because I mean, even, it is stunning. Even with the toy porn that we had to sit through, yeah, this more yeah. than made up for it. Absolutely, and then when Zeton finally lands uh, an energized strike on Jeed um, after their parrying blows, right. uh, a huge chunk of building. 
flies towards the camera and kills the alien sniper. Right. And like, you're that was going, a great shot. Okay, you're like, that's oh, that's amazing. And it, 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 it's a quick cut from him hitting the building to the rock flying to it falling on our sniper right. in three different cuts. Yeah. And they did it so almost seamlessly. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. That you're sitting going, wow, they, they took a lot of time planning. And that's Great why, direction. Absolutely. The past two episodes, which were a lot of backstory, a lot of filler, you know what? They are now throwing that money on this mm -hmm. episode. And how. And kind of hoping that it's It's got to be next, next episode, episode, too, because it's crazy. Um, so, of course, we don't see Jeed uh, transform, but he becomes solid burning. and Almost instantly. Yeah. He just decides. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, because we can, we can edit out that piece of toy porn because we know how it works. Right. Right. We know the mechanics of it. So, which I'm very happy that they were yeah, able to edit it. They out. know what they're doing at this yeah, point. Yeah. They're like, "Look, we don't have to do this. We got our little bit of toy porn. Yeah. We don't have to do more." Yeah, I got yeah. you. We give our establishment shot, and then it's fine. And he also appears with the Jeed Claw, like instantly. Like, all right, I'm not messing around at this point. Like, I got the Jeed Claw. I have. I'm in solid burning form. This is this is what's going to happen. This is for real now. And they start duking it out, um, and then uh, and then within seconds of the actual start of the fight. He loses the Jeep. Oh, yeah, because uh, K just starts blasting, blasting him to smithereens. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm better than you. I don't know how. But well, I like you, like you better. Yeah, yeah. You should be respecting me. Right. And um, and then also now we have to back up to our salaryman. Oh, I forgot all about Leto. Sure. Exactly. Leto gets kidnapped by AIB. Well. And Forcibly ride shared. Take it down. And they say he was talking to what we can only believe is Belial at these coordinates. Right. We need you to go. Now, again, my physics went, wait a minute. You're only given two numbers. You'd have to give three if they're galactic coordinates. Right. Because you got an X, a Y, and a Z. Right. But I'm going to let them slide because yeah. we're just going to assume... Earth is the starting point, right, right? And they're given two different angles, sure, and just go out on those two angles, right? So that's where I have to let sure. them slide on that. Yeah, if it was you know me being the insane, crazy man I am, and I got it. <laughs> You'd want three different numbers, okay? That's an exact yeah, yeah, yeah. point. The two numbers, that's a good angle. Yeah, yeah. We know you have to go right off this way. way. Yeah. So okay, and you'll run into it eventually. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Leto's trying to get to a very important meeting, and he's trying to get out of the car. He's just like, come on, you gotta live, yeah. Then we have a cut at some point during the fight where he is flipping himself around an alleyway. And just this is beautifully. It is. This guy is a gifted. fantastic comedic physical actor. Yeah. Because he's trying to fight becoming Ultraman Zero. Yeah, he's fighting his own hand, basically. Exactly. And. Not only just one hand, but it changes from one hand to the, to the other. other. Yeah, not since Ash versus, uh, like, uh, Army of Dark, or no. Which one did he cut Evil his Dead. hand? Evil Dead, yeah, Evil Dead 2. Not since Evil Dead 2 has uh, someone fought their own hand this viciously. And he's sitting there going, I love this actor. He's so great. He is absolutely fantastic. I would like to see him in anything else. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. I'd watch him in anything. At this point, yeah. you can see he is just going to take it. Because he knows the story is not based on him. Right. He's over the top good guy. Yeah. And takes it as far as he physically can. And you're yeah. like, you know what? 
kudos to this guy. Yeah, he Congratulations. is. He is the You're double. Fantastic. Yeah, he he chews up. He's not. He's not really even chewing up scenery. He is. He is performing, like just to get the point across of how much he's trying to fight Ultimate his own hero. Yeah, exactly. and exactly. finally, of course, he has to succumb to it, and he flies off. And right. uh, it is. Uh, it, it's it's it is a, a beautiful piece of comedy in this otherwise insanely dark, dark episode. Dark, dark episode. We uh we watched uh, the part where uh, Fukuhide is is telling uh, Riku, oh uh, you know, and I I brought you there and this and that, and we were just like, God, this guy is so evil and smug. He's like, you're gonna give, you're gonna give me the capsules, or I'm just gonna destroy the city. It's that simple. And he's like, No, I'm not. Because all right, just you better realize this is this is all your, your fault now. Yeah, exactly. I also love how that he discovered the um, the mole while they were at the um, cafe eating before or doing the oh, yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he sees the guy sweating really bad. Yes, and he yes. see finds the bug on him. Well, that breaks it, and it transforms all the people into aliens. All the people, and the, and that's his literary agent. Right. He sees finally the speaker breaks that. All of the people around now become the aliens. Right. And then he finds the little the camera, camera right. on the inside of the coat. Okay, fine. No, the camera was a pen in his jacket. The, the microphone was in his lapel. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Looks and, at the camera and then breaks that as well. Yeah. And breaks somehow, and I didn't quite catch this part, and I'm going to guess it's just his mental powers. Yeah. He broke the camera Inside the AIB. Yeah, yeah. He sent some screen. sort of feedback. Yeah. We'll call it a feedback loop or something. Sure. That's a science fiction explanation. <laughs> but yeah, science. He, he kills the guy. He flat out kills the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? And like then you're like, well, this episode is taking a turn for the dark. It really did. Oh, we're not it done really turning did. yet, kids. Ooh. So um he uh he just tears into the city and Knocks Ultraman Jeet out. Right. And that finds uh, Riku laying in the rubble and steals what he thinks are all of the Ultra Capsules. But during a fight with Leha, he drops one of them. Right. right. And then he disappears. Yes. Right. So, then we get to Riku going, is it all my fault? What can I do? Right. And then we also now have our salaryman, and I'm not going to remember his name. Uh, Leto. Leto. He gets to... A spot where you realize, okay, it's an interdimensional transport, and it's enough of Belial outlook that you say, okay, if he goes in there, this can't be good. Right, <laughs> he knows he's going to have to fight yeah. Belial. Right, there's no other way around. Right, and then our evil guy is getting dressed down by Belial. Gets dressed down by Belial, and then turns into what the, monster, the again. monster again. But he he he. He's like, look, you're going to have to sacrifice your body for me. Right. You're so going to have to. literally die. takes the handful of capsules that he has and just shoves them in his Into chest. Into his chest. And in the middle of a group of people, in the middle of what's got to be just a, a, oh, a downtown area. Downtown area. Has purple smoke and purple lightning and all sorts yeah. of stuff. And becomes the monster. And just starts laying waste. And blows everything up. Yeah, there's this distant shot where you're just seeing puffs of oily smoke going into the sky. Just yes. like building fire. Yes. And it's just devastating. Like he's already blown up a I don't know what a twelve block radius Easy. the first time. Easy. Just Easy. The, the the 
the wanton destruction, destruction in this episode. episode. Oh my god. It is fantastic. He's just like, this is all your fault, Gene, and he's pushing buildings yeah. over like willy-nilly. And, and this is what I even said during the episode, this is a very Batman thing. Yeah. Whereas if you were you didn't so exist. good, I wouldn't have to be so evil because yeah. I could just rule a little bit. Yeah. But you're so good that I have to be super duper evil. Yeah. Sitting there going, okay, if it wasn't for you, I all these people would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And they would listen just, to me. Yeah. He's just massacring people, apparently. He's pushing buildings over left and right. Yeah. They, like this, there's that scene where, uh, all the cars start flying around, and uh, you can hear all the all the oh, car alarms, alarms going off. Oh, it's just the sound design on it. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Guys, they really did throw a lot of money. At this oh, episode. guys, this is the best Ultraman episode this season. Period. It's one of the best Ultraman I've ever seen. It is. Period. Definitely the best I've seen. Now, yeah, I haven't seen half as much as you've seen. I've, yeah, you know, this is. Insane. Yeah, they they do a lot yeah. of money. It's absolutely crazy. And at the end of it, he's like, "All I have is the zero capsule. I can't transform with one capsule." And that's where I was like, "Wait a minute! He absolutely needs two capsules." Well, he thinks he does. That's where Rich went. That's the key. I don't know. And that's where they end the episode. Yeah, is with the thought of, "Okay, I can't become Ultraman." And Zero's what gone away. To do? Right. And Zero's gone away, and this guy's wrecked a good bit of the city already. Yeah. What do we do? End of episode. Yeah. Oh and you're God. just like, holy smokes. Yeah. Like, that was a lot of buildup. Very well done. Yeah. And oh my God, I can now not wait till next week. Yeah. There was, there, so we've had three episodes previously which were more character centric um, and. Now we know why. Yes. Because they were like, we're just going to make sure you really know who these characters are and you really like them in order to raise the stakes so high that, that you are all in now. Yeah. Even if you weren't all in before, yeah. you have no option but yeah. to be all in now. Yeah. yeah. It's like you, you are like, oh, what? what's, what's going to happen? This is exactly. terrible. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Everybody's in some sort of trouble. And how are we going to figure this out? And I would, if I thought there could be a three-parter, I would think that this would be a three-parter. Dear Lord, I didn't even consider that that possibility because we've had the three-parter for Doctor Who. So if this could be a three-parter, <laughs> this is going to be a three-parter. I don't know if they can, you know, if they can get away with it logistically. Well, let's see. This one's called the Jeet Identity. Right. Next week's is called um, My Name. Right. Okay, so that we're good there. And what's the week after that? Restore Memories. We could be looking at a three-parter. Could be looking at a three-parter. Guys, we could be looking at a three-parter. <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I thought that as this thing was ending is, ooh, this is going to lead up to something great. I wonder if it's a three-parter. Oh, my God. Because if they did something like that, oh. that would make it ultra-fantastic. For Ultraman, ultra-fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah, it absolutely is, guys. The, I, I can't recommend this episode more. Yeah. This Out of ten, it's like a 14. Exactly. It's, it's, it is. <laughs> So over the top with the acting, the physical comedy, the bad guy being as bad as yeah. he can be. Everything you wanted yeah. out of this series is in is this right episode. Here in this episode. Like predictions, 
Go ahead. Hang on. Uh -huh. got the bell. Prediction bell. <laughs> I think, possibly, that when this monster is defeated, we're going to see the end of the evil author. No. Because he will have outlived his usefulness. I still don't think so. Now, we saw the little clip of the preview for next week. Yeah. You can tell already it's going to go into a little of the backstory of Riku. Right, right. Because you see an old man who yeah. you've got to figure is Riku's human father of some sort. Yeah. Even though, you know, our author said, no, I I grew you in a lab. Yeah. You also see an old man, so you think... Well, he was brought there as a baby. Right. He brought to the observatory, so, so maybe some old caretaker found him. Right. And you're going, okay, but if they do too much on the old man, and you know, you gotta figure it's gonna be two or three Why minutes. Why could be a three-parter? That's where I started <laughs> to think it's gonna be a three-parter. So once I saw this picture of the old man in two different shots, yeah. I'm thinking, they're gonna have some exposition on this old man, build up to the third part, yeah, which could be gonna really throw the whole kitchen sink at. Yeah. Now, we'll see, because yeah. we don't know. Well, our heads will explode if that <laughs> that's, um, that's another prediction. Our heads are going to explode if well, that Well, no, see, I, I've laid the groundwork so your head doesn't explode. <laughs> it's still going to be, like, unprecedented. <laughs> it's like, ah, it's a trilogy. <laughs> but um, one of the things that I, I'm just wool gathering here is that Fukuhide has outlived his usefulness as far as Blau says. He says, you're going to sacrifice yourself for me. Okay. So he puts mm -hmm. the capsules into his body, which and means that he's that's going to sacrifice himself. It's possible. Okay. Now, could he be heading towards a redemption arc? Maybe. Maybe. I don't see that. I don't see that. Because I don't see it either, but I didn't see this coming. That's true, too. Like, that's true. I, didn't see, I didn't see him being grown in a lab. Yeah, true, true. Didn't see that. Okay, so I can do that. Yeah, so like, just, just this is this was a this was a blindside on a lot of levels. Yeah, this episode. And Holy I smokes. don't honestly see how they're gonna wrap it up in just the no, one episode. Nor do I. So I'm kind of you know the could more we that, talk ourselves a, into. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and we'll be like, oh, they did it. Okay. <laughs> We'll all be very surprised next week. We're like, oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. Okay. You wrapped it up a lot quicker than we yeah. it, but okay. <laughs> you guys are good at this. But yeah, so. That's why you get paid to do this. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, what do you know? <laughs> so, uh, we're going to do our monster minute on uh, Pedanium Zetong. Oh, my goodness. This monster is insane. But go ahead. Okay, obviously, he is a. Uh, he is a uh, combination of King Joe and Zitong Kaiju uh, that were stolen from the Land of Light because he admits to that too. I forgot. Right. I do um, admit I take I've taken a lot of things from the Land of Light. Right. Yes. So um, he has stolen those, um, and uh, it also combines with Belial's power, which is why he's got those like sort of tribal tattoo-y looking yes, things on yes, his yes, yeah. neck. Yes. Um, and let's see. Suit actor is Hiroyuki Arai. Um, See if we can get a size on this dude. Sixty-five meters, fifty-four thousand tons. He He's is bigger, a cyborg. but it doesn't sound like a lot of weight on him. And it, they tried to imp imply a lot of weight on yeah. this guy. But yeah. all right, what am I? Who That's am I okay. Talking? That's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Paralleling Orb and Jeed's similarity in uh, their usage of past Ultra's powers. The similarities of Pedanium Zeton are as follows. Both are one of the strongest adversaries 
two Ultra Warriors uh, deployed by alien invaders. Um, having withstood attacks from Ultras, and they dish out far greater punishment. In their debut appearance, both are deployed through flying saucers. Okay. Um, both share a particular habit of waving their arms in midair and physical traits, such as rib textures on their limbs and a pair of large light-producing organs on their chest. Okay. In the debut appearance, both are defeated by the attack teams instead of the Ultra counterparts. Zeton was destroyed by the Zero Gravity Bomb, and King Joe was destroyed by a Riton 30 Bomb. In okay. Ultraman Max, they serve under the same master, and are improvised variants of the original. Okay. Um, so now, you've got to figure, somehow, we're going to have our AIB with some new... Name oh, if they bombs. continue that, yeah, if they continue the tradition, right. the AIB might actually defeat. Holy smokes, Pat! See, I yeah, just put it back, back down to a two part. You did? AIB that's entirely possible. Big time. Ooh, that's pretty great. <laughs> See, my mind works this way. Yeah, that, that is something. <laughs> Gosh, oh golly. Powers and weapons, energy bullets. Uh, it can launch a massive missile strength energy bullet from its hands. Pedanium Meteor. Uh, Zeton yeah. firstly creates an energy circle in front of his body before firing a large energy ball. Yeah, we, oh, we did, see see that. That, yeah. did see that. Energy Beam. Yeah. Can fire electrical energy beam streams. Um, let's see. Oh, and it rivals the power of Jeed's Strike Boost. Yeah, we saw that because they did do the energy ah. beam and strike boost hitting each other yeah, and, and basically canceling each other out, yeah. but creating more damage in the in the Yeah, because it's shooting off like these sparks all sparks over that are lighting stuff up left and right. Uh, very reminiscent of, oh gosh, there's a scene in, I think it's Ultraman X, where he's taken, no, it's very similar to the first monster in Ultraman X. That's shooting the lava off his yes, body. Yes, lava off his body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and uh, pedanium is the name of the element that makes his armor up. Okay. That's why it's called pedanium zeton. Zeton. Okay, fair enough. Ta-ta! <laughs> <laughs> now, that makes sense. Um, I just wanted to get to uh, Kei Fukuide because we do have, we can do a monster minute on him right now. Uh, since we, turns out he is a monster. True. Well, I mean, he's just a human He's person. an alien sturm. That's what he is. He's an alien they keep, sturm. He has said that two or three different times, and yep. he never quite picked it up. Yeah, okay, I fair couldn't enough. know what the hell that was. He's, he is an alien sturm. Let's see if we can pull up any alien sturm information while we're reading about well, uh, I mean, Fukuhide. It's got obviously going to be, can look like a human, can oh, yeah. go to the Belial dimension easily, can converse with Belial Faster than light. Well, yeah, he's got that stuff from um, bestowed upon Biles from Belial. Okay. Um, he possesses dark energies, which serve as the main key of the fusion rise into Belial fusion monsters. Uh, it does appear that he needs to replenish his dark energy periodically, um, which luckily they don't have to show. I guess not. Oh, that's right, because he has to. He has to wait to transform. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Oh, he can generate a force field um, full of reddish pentagons, which we've seen. Seen that. Um, seen that. Mental abilities like enhanced telepathy, psychic bursts, energy transmutation. Uh, the inversion organ of an alien sturm, which was mentioned today, is stated by Belial as a perfect energy conversion apparatus. That's why he's able to put the 
uh, capsules into his chest. Right. This was used by Kay to corrupt the power of the six ultra capsules, which forcefully transforms him into Padanium Zethon. Gotcha. Okay. There you go. Fair enough. He can teleport. Uh, he can block attacks by raising his palm and generating an invisible field of energy, and he can detect little stars. Okay. Alien Sturms. Uh, oh, it's the alien race that first appears in Jeed. So we have no real... Thanks to K in general, it's the first alien race to make their debut in Ultraman Jeed. Oh, okay. How do you like that? Fair enough. Fair enough. The race's name is based on Ricky Stormgren, Stormgren the UN Secretary General from Arthur C. Clarke's Childhood End. Oh, okay. I've read the book, but I don't remember the secretary. Sturm is also German for assault. Yes, that I know. There you go. That I know. How do you like them apples? Well, I do like them apples. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's something else, man. That is that. Come on. And I'm I'm now very much looking forward to next week's oh, episode. Oh God, yeah. I can't. I'm, I don't want to wait a week. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> oh. they, like I said, it could either. Wrap up with the AIB being an integral part of the story, right? Or they could drag it out to make it a good three-parter if they wanted to throw enough sure. money at it. Sure. So I'm really interested to see which way they're going to go with it. I also love the fact that the one guy in AIB does not talk, so his entire job is to look stern. Yeah, with he, an earpiece on. Really, does and he does stern. It's, <laughs> this guy, I mean, yeah, you're right. He doesn't have to move his mouth. And he just has to look like he's angry at everybody. Yeah. He and that's to, what he does. Yeah, he like, has well. to look generally annoyed with anybody who he comes across. Yeah. Yeah, look, this is your job. You got to go do it. We need you to do this. So you're going. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's that absolutely spectacular. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Like. It's ridiculous. 14 out of 10, guys. I'm telling yeah. you. Like, I can't give it a higher rating. It's this literally a 10 show, out of 10. This is the one show, if you want to get somebody into Ultraman, have them watch this. Yeah. It you might be a little too much exposition no, splooge, maybe. No, because they didn't throw the exposition at the screen on this one. They threw the exposition in the past two episodes. Right. But I don't know if the, anybody would be lost if they didn't get that. You know, I don't think they would be. Because all you really have to know is, here's our good guy, here's our bad guy, yeah, these people help, but oh my god, look at what they're putting on the screen. Yeah, I mean that, if I was stumbling across, if I stumbled across that not having known anything, I would have been, I need to know where I can get the rest of this. Right. Like, immediately. Right. And that's why you get them on this episode. Yeah. Now they're going to go back right. and watch the rest, right. catch the exposition. Just to watch this episode again. Right. And but, I can tell already I'm going to have to watch this episode with the kids just to see, yeah. have them see how great it is. Yes. And um, it's one of those, uh, like, the first episode of Ultraman X was another one of those, like, you don't know what this show's about? Watch this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So this will set you up real nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's where, like, I, when I said it when we started this series. I had to give this one a lot more time yeah. to build up to be an Ultraman show. Well, because you didn't know what you didn't know what they had. Like there, there was a lot going on that there we didn't know. Lot. Right? They right. had to set up a lot of stuff. I, I gave it to them because yeah. I wanted to get to it. Because they didn't know. You didn't realize that it's not going to be the standard. Like, okay, here's our Earth Protection Force, and right, it wasn't the normal. Going to be this guy, story. and this, you know, here's the. the Super, you know, here's the young kid who becomes the superhero and this and that. And that, now you're like, what 
what? They did what now? And yeah. it is. Every time you turn around, it's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. And like I said. I realize I'm shouting, but I'm excited. <laughs> I'm trying not to shout. Oh my God. But with the, with the Ultraman X, you can get into it right away. Oh, it's a straight shot. Everything yeah. at the first episode. Yeah. With this, now we're into the 11th episode. They've done all of the backstory, all right. of the buildup, and now we're really getting to it. And we have, you said, about 15 episodes left to go. So they can really go Yeah, 14 crazy. episodes. 25 episodes. So okay, 14. so 14 episodes yeah. more. And you got to figure, obviously, next week's at the end of, hopefully, the end of our two-parter, but maybe just the middle of our yeah, four-parter. Yeah, maybe the middle part. And this could be an act, too. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating. Good grief. And they can now throw a lot at the screen because they save money in a few of these episodes because yeah. it's exposition. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to what they're going to do in the next 14 episodes. Right. I am psyched. That, lear that learns us. Exactly. Dang it. That <laughs> if we think something like, yeah, it might be a little slow. No, no. These guys have been doing this for 50 years. Exactly. They know what they're doing. Give it some time. Yeah. You'll find out where they threw the money. Trust me. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. I think It'll the, be okay. I think the days of ultra series that are not that great are probably long behind us. There aren't that many. But you also have to say that there's going to be the episodes oh, sure. that aren't going to be that great because it just happens. It's like every show. Yeah, and every show has like, a bit. Every, every show goes, well, that wasn't a great episode. But then you watch it in context of the series and you go... Oh yeah, well it, they needed it to glue these Something two together. together. Right, yeah, right. You, it's the tendons that build the muscle of the show. Right, and that, the, yeah, they I like that. that. Huh? I yeah, like that. I just I made like that, that up. And the, the good thing with now this ultra series that you could see is because they can continually change the character. Mm -hmm. They're never actually going to jump the shark and just retell a bad story, right? Because they have a new story on the new character right. and new th and everything is always new, even if they're repeating it. It's going to be just There's a little bit of enough the yeah. that it's not going to jump the shark like so many shows do in America, right. where they just kind of drag it out until okay, we're dead. Season with this twelve, yeah. and you're like, Ugh. don't know what to do anymore. Well, yeah, that's the beautiful thing about shows in like Britain and Japan and other countries is they go, okay, you're going to get maybe two seasons, maybe. Yeah. Like, especially in Japan, they're like, if it's a kid show, like, if it's a show like this, you look at Power season. Rangers, Kamen Rider, uh, right, they just Space Sheriff, Gavin, any of those things. Yeah. There's a whole new team of Rangers this season. There's a whole new team of a new guy becomes a new Kamen Rider, and there's all new enemies. and Right. Yeah. Which works well because they now they can sell even more toys, oh, which God, is yeah. what they're going with. Oh, yeah. But... You're not going to get tired of the show because, oh, it's a different show yeah. now. And by the time you start to get tired of it, oh, we were just ending it for this next show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm good then. A.G. Subaraya was a smart person in the fact that they wanted more of the original Ultraman. And he said no. And he said, no, I got another idea. Don't worry. It's going to be great. That's and it was. Great. Ultra 7 is a fantastic series. I haven't finished it. But uh, it's great. It's it's a little darker. Okay. Um, okay. You see Ultra 7 actually human-sized a bunch. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. It's, it's very That's weird very to see him standing in a living room. <laughs> <laughs> and they're addressing him like, Seven, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, I'm on it. You know, right. and it's like, fair enough. That's weird. You know, like, it's supposed to be giant size. Okay, whatever. 
But yeah, so I, I think that's going to wrap up our episode today um, for a fantastic, fantastic episode episode Absolutely. of Ultraman Jeed. Um, anyway, guys, we will see you next week and we like, with bells on, man. This Absolutely. Is, We're going to be sitting here going, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Pat's going to be at my house at like 7 o'clock ringing the bell. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> come on, let's go. Is the show on yet? Yeah. Is it? Well... <laughs> We can watch it Saturday if you want. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, what are we doing? Oh, Saturday? no, you're going to be in the Hershey, Hershey for your son's yes, birthday. Yes, that's right. Hershey for the son's birthday. It's going to be 13 this year. My 13, God. good grief. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But <laughs> hey, it turns into a teenager and suddenly you don't know anything. <laughs> I, 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 it's, it, it's been coming for a little while where I know less and less. Yeah. Oh, you don't understand. You yeah. don't know. And I, I, I keep trying to tell him. You gotta remember. You'll figure. I out. was a teenage boy yeah. at some point, but no, that yeah. doesn't. Count. That's a dog. <laughs> I'm the only one who's ever gone through this. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, hey, yeah. I'll, "I'll let you think that." Yeah. Because yeah. What am I gonna do? I know what happened. Hey, to you me. have to start writing bad poetry at a certain point in your exactly. life. So, like, <laughs> and that is now. That is now. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually going out to my uh, sister-in-law's on Saturday. Oh, very so, nice. Yeah, we're gonna have a pool very party because nice. they've got the heated pool right, still open, kind of thing. so that's good. Very nice. Yeah. Enjoy. So all right, so Sally Fort. Sally Fort. We'll see you guys in a week. Brace yeah. yourselves; it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production. 